Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can watch our services live and view our archive at StevensCreekChurch.com. If our ministries have touched your life, we'd love to hear about it. Send us an email to mystory@stevenscreekchurch.com. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number four of our Stevens Creek podcast for families. I am Pastor Ryan, and today we are continuing to talk about peace. And this will be one of our last episodes on peace. So for the past three episodes, we've been talking about this. So you can, if you haven't listened to them, you can go back and check those out. They're only like five to ten minutes long, so I think you got some time to spare for that. Today, we're talking about a pretty famous guy. All right, this guy's known all across the land. Now, not known all across the land today, per se. Um, in the church world, he would be very known. And some of you might already know him. But if I could compare him to somebody today, I couldn't. Because this man was a shepherd of sheep. Not only was that, he was also a giant slayer. He was also a warrior, a hero, and a king. Who is this man of mystery, you ask? Can anybody say it? If you know it, say it out loud. One, two, three. It is David. That's right. It is David. This story is going to be about David. And it leads us into a time where David was actually chosen to be the next king of Israel. And, and, you know, whenever he was just a young man watching over the flock of sheep, God had promised David that one day he was going to be king. But in the meantime... There was another king that ruled, and that was King Saul. Okay, and Saul was very jealous of David because David had won a lot of battles. David was very popular with the people. Everybody loved David. Okay, Saul was just trying to capture and hurt David. He wanted to get rid of him. So what would you do if somebody was trying to capture and hurt you? You would run and hide. So I guess you could say this was like the biggest game of hide-and-go-seek that you've ever seen. Right, so David is a also a master hide-and-go-seeker because he hid from David in caves, under rocks, I mean, anywhere that he possibly could to get away from David and his men, or from uh, Saul and his men. And so they lived on the run for a very long time um, until one day David and his men went down to the desert of Paran. They traveled near the land of wealth. And when they got to this land, they found a very, very wealthy man named Nabal, also rhymes with Cable. That's right, Nabal. But Nabal wasn't also a wealthy man. He was a mean, rude, wealthy man. So not only do you have one villain, but you have two villains, Saul and Nabal. But Nabal had a very wise and intelligent wife named Abigail. And at first, Nabal's servants wasn't sure what to think about David's men, so Nabal's servants didn't know if they could trust him or not. But David's men didn't do anything mean, or they didn't steal from him and do anything wrong to him. In fact, David protected their sheep and their shepherds. Took really good care of them. And at a certain time of year, sheep got their hair cut. I don't know if you know this or not, but sheep would call or they would call it a sheep shearing time. This is a time where they would literally shear all the hair off of the sheep. Okay, so David asked 10 of his men to go and speak to Nabal and give him a friendly hello. So David told him this in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 5 through 6. Go up to Nabal at Carmel. Greet him for me. Say, say hi to him. 
May you live a long time. May everything go well with you and your family. And may all things go well with everything that you that belongs to you. David also told the men to remind Nabal that he had been very good to his shepherds and his sheep. Okay? And so he tells him, um, if you carry on in 1 Samuel chapter 25, 7-8, it says, When your shepherds were with us, we treated them so well. The whole time they were at Carmel, nothing that belonged to them was stolen. Ask your servants. They will tell you all the good things that we did. Please give me and my men anything you can find for us. They're very hungry. This seems like pretty normal, right? If you're hungry, somebody's been taking care of your sheep and all your people, that you would give them some food, right? You give them some snacks or something. But Nabal said, no, negative. Can you believe it? David asked, and he was like, no, I don't think so. Nabal had to refuse to give any food to David. But when David's men returned and told David what Nabal had said, David was pretty angry. And about 400 men went with David looking for a fight. He's like, put up your dukes. It is on like Donkey Kong. So Nabal's servants could tell that this wasn't going to look good, right? So a servant warned Nabal's wife, Abigail, about what Nabal had done. So Abigail knew that she had to do something to help. Maybe she made a gift for David or maybe try to convince him to come back or, um, or to turn away instead of going after Nabal. Abigail didn't waste any time. She gathered supplies and loaded them on their donkeys and she gathered bread and cakes and wheats and grains and she told the servants to go ahead to David and his men and, and, and that she would follow them. When Abigail finally saw that David and his men, they were marching through the mountain valley, she could tell that David was very, very angry. He was so mad. Abigail got off her donkey and bowed before David. She then took the blame for herself. Who would do that? So we can read this actually in 1 Samuel chapter 25, 25 through 26. It says, Abigail said, please don't pay any attention, any attention to that evil man Nabal. His name means foolish person. And that's exactly what he is. He's always doing foolish things. I'm sorry to get a chance to, to see the men you sent. Sir, the Lord has kept you from killing Nabal and his men. He has kept you from using your own hands to get even. So may what's about to happen to Nabal happen to all your enemies. May it happen to everyone who wants to harm you. And may it happen just as surely as the Lord your God and you are alive. That's pretty crazy. He, David was going to take out Nabal. And Abigail steps in to save the day. Everyone that was there was watching to see what David would do, right? Nabal had insulted him, but Abigail showed honor to him. What would you think would happen? Would that be enough to be able to keep the peace? Abigail continued to, to speak with David. And as she stood there, she was waiting to see what David would say. And after a moment, he smiled and said this, Give praise to the Lord. He is the God of Israel. He has sent you today to find me. May the Lord bless you for what you have done. You have kept me from using my own hands to get even. Abigail had made a stand. She had saved the day. She saved Nabal's day for sure. David accepted Abigail's gifts, told her to go home in peace. 
In the end, Nabal died. He paid a high price for his foolish and angry response to David, but God blessed Abigail. She had chosen to humble herself and to do work of making peace. Abigail understood that you can show you care about others by being part of the solution. Abigail wasn't the one who caused the problem. That was, that was Nabal that caused it. But she got involved so that she could make peace. She chose to be the part of the solution. And our bottom line for today was you can show others you care by being a part of the solution. You can do that too in your life. If you know that certain circumstances are arising and where really you just want to go pick a fight or you want to go get revenge, you, or if you know someone that wants to get revenge, you could be the one, you could be the peacemaker that steps in and says, no, let me offer a better way because there's always a better way. So I hope you've enjoyed this story with King David and Nabal and his wife, Abigail. A story of humbleness and peacefulness and being a part of a solution and always choosing a better way. Let's go to God and pray that he will help us to be more like Abigail. Dear God, we thank you for the story of Abigail and for the reminder that we can be a part of the solution. You can use us to make peace, even if we're not the ones who have an argument to begin with. Help us look for ways that we can make peace and show the people in our lives that we care about them. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. And I also hope that you will go in God and go in peace. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support the ministries of Stevens Creek Church, please go to StevensCreekChurch.com and click the Give button. See you next time.